G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Had all these grand plans for a heap of content this afternoon, and then the NFL put on an absolute pearl of an afternoon. The Raiders and the Chargers have just finished their game that went into overtime with the Raiders, of course, kicking a field goal with two seconds ago, knocking the Chargers out of the playoffs. But more importantly, putting my Pittsburgh Steelers into the NFL playoffs. Probably shouldn't be there, but we are. Stoked to see it. Unreal afternoon. Content I had planned this afternoon was having a look at Cameron King's tweet the other day. I shared it on my Instagram page. Thought it was very interesting, and I'm going to dive into it today. So Cameron King, obviously, uh, played for the Cronulla Sharks, so the Parramatta Eels, very handy hooker. Uh, career got cut short with a heap of injuries. Brutally unlucky. Uh, Cameron's uh, tweet was, imagine if through COVID the NRL was doing 10-day contracts like the NBA. What former player from your club would you bring back in their prime for 10 Days. Really interesting. I don't follow the NBA, I was going to say very closely, but uh, essentially at all. So I can't really comment on what these contracts are or whatever. That might be one for you guys. But if I could bring back one player from every single team, I'll tell you what, it would be a huge advantage, wouldn't it? It would be unreal to see some former champions come back in their prime. They could obviously fill spots in teams, or maybe they could gain, they could give experience to other guys. For some guys in this competition, to have former champions come back and even just spend 10 days with them, I think it would be unbelievable. So I've sort of... Oh, I've had a think about it. Haven't written anything down or anything. So I'm going to, so, sort of going to do this live off the top of my head. I've obviously got a few ideas of who I would bring back for each club and whatnot. But I've sort of thrown out the 10-day contract idea to some extent. I'm just thinking about for the season, if you could bring one of them in. I think that's a little bit easier. The 10-day thing gets a little bit confusing for different situations. So let's kick off. Let's start from the very top. We've got the North Queensland Cowboys. I think an obvious one here. They're lacking a bit of direction in their halves. It has to be Thurston. I don't really think I need to go into too much detail there. So for me, from the North Queensland Cowboys, I'd have to bring back Jonathan Thurston to play in the halves. He would be the halfback. All sorted. Done. We move on. The Cowboys become a serious threat once again. Let's move to the Gold Coast Titans. Same sort of situation. A heap of young guys in this spine. You've got Toby Sexton's going to wear the seven. AJ Brimson in the six. Really like both of them. But for me, I think I have to bring back Scott Prince. I think this Titan side, they've got a really good side, 1-13. to 13. It's just the experience they lack in key positions. Scott Prince, he's the guy that started the Gold Coast Titans. He was the most experienced player when he arrived there. He'd won a premiership. Clive Churchill medalist, he was, he was a skipper as well. So Scott Prince, to where the 7 for the Gold Coast Titans, he comes straight in. This is another situation where... This guy, he would be so good for a Toby Sexton. And this is why I don't understand why they let Jamal Fogarty go. you got a young kid who could be a superstar, but he needs guidance. Yeah, and this is where Scott Prince would really come in handy. So, Princey, he's coming back for the Gold Coast Titans for me. Go to the Brisbane Broncos. Obviously, Adam Reynolds has just walked in there, so this changes a lot of things. For me, it probably would have been Alan Langer last year, maybe Darren Lockyer in the halves. But now that you got Reynolds, really changes things. I like the Broncos forward pack. I could consider... Um, a Gordon Tallis out on the right edge, maybe. I think that'd be sensational. I like Cape on the other side. I also like Jordan Ricky. This is the thing as well that you want to either gain a heap of experience somewhere or fill a void in a team that, that, that they have. For me, the Broncos, they don't really have any gaping holes to me. The hooker could maybe be improved a little bit, but I, you know, I, I think he's done a good enough job. For me, I would bring back Darren Lockyer just because he is so great. 
but I wouldn't play him at 5-8. I think they've got enough options at 5-8. We're going to do a deep dive into the Broncos' 5-8 options heading into season 2022 tomorrow morning, so stay tuned for that. For me... I think I'm bringing Darren Lockyer back in the fullback jersey. Tessie New has done a good job, but I can play Tessie New somewhere else. He can be really talented at centre or on the wing as well. Lockyer at fullback, I just think it would be unreal to have Adam Reynolds and Lockyer guiding this side. you just got to do it. So Lockyer, he comes back for the Broncos. Let's move to the defending premiers, the Penrith Panthers. Now, off the dome, you think about the great players of the Penrith Panthers. I mean, we're talking Craig Gower, Brad Fittler. You're talking Randy Alexander. I'm Reese West. I mean, a heap of really quality, talented players. But this Panthers side, I mean, I wouldn't change the hooker. I wouldn't change the halfback. I wouldn't change the 5-8. Fullback, you could argue, maybe we can upgrade there to a Brandy. But Dylan Edwards has done a sensational job. I couldn't really take him out of the side. Uh, I look at the forwards. I don't think I could really change too much there. There's a back row spot up for grabs, but... You're going to have Liam Martin come in or Scotty Sorensen. Both are going to be sensational there. Viliami kick out on the other side. Front rowers, I really wouldn't change. You could maybe upgrade on like a Leota or one of these guys, but I think they've done a really good job. So for me, I have a look at the back line and the wingers, you know, obviously Brian Toto, best in the game. Stephen Crichton was on the other wing last year. They've had some changes. Paul Momorowski has led. Left, Matt Burton has left. So you've got two center slots to fill there. I assume Stephen Crichton will come into one of them. So you can either pick a winger or a center now. I could go for a Brad Fittler. I could pick him in the centers. I think that'd be an unreal pick. Obviously, Freddie, one of the best we've ever seen. Ryan Girdler, he's another one you could pick at center there. The other one that I always thought was really underrated, especially his time there, was Lukey Lewis when he played on the wing, a young Luke Lewis. Probably not in the class of Girdler and Fittler, though. I think you have to go with Brad Fittler. I'd probably pick him in the centers. I think I'd probably have him playing left center realistically next year uh, for the Penrith Panthers if I could. Really interesting side, though. There's not really any key changes that I would make. And to be perfectly honest with you, I'm really confident in the young guys coming through at the Panthers anyway. So I think they'll be just fine. But a tough one, the Panthers. I'm bringing back Freddie. He's probably going to play out in the centers. Let's move to the Sydney Roosters. Look at this side. Star started from 1 to 13. To can't see anywhere I need to change in the forwards. I think Satili Tupanua's in for a big season. Love Angus Crichton. Victor Radley's a gun. Rhea Hargraves, Lindsay Collins, all these guys. The halves. I really wouldn't change much there. You've got Luke Keery. You've got an experienced guy there. You look out, out in the centers. A heap of talent there. A couple of new guys coming to the club that are going to be great. Wingers. Top notch. You've got new guys coming along with Daniel Tupu. Teddy, you're not going to swap him for anyone. I'll tell you what I would do. And maybe a bit of a controversial one. But I'd bring back Craig Wing. I'd play Craig Wing at hooker. I'd bring him back at his absolute peak. One of the best hookers we've ever seen. I think Craig Wing would be more suited to the modern game than what he was, than what he was when he was playing. Sorry, a little stutter there. But Craig Wing obviously won the 2002 Premiership. I think he played halfback that night, then moved to hooker, and he was a Premier 9 for a long time. So Craig Wing, I bring him back for the Roosters. Similar to the Panthers, what do you give the guy that's got everything you know? But Craig Wing, I'm bringing him back. South Sydney. Good God, can I bring back Adam Reynolds? I mean, it might be that simple. But as Cameron King said, someone that has retired, Adam Reynolds, he has not retired. He will be playing for the Brisbane Broncos next year. So I look at this side, and I really like the South Sydney lineup. I think they're strong, 1-13. to 13. It's a seven jersey that worries me. Reynolds has left a gaping hole. For me, I'm bringing back Tugger Craig Coleman. He'd be the guy I'd bring in there. Also considered guys like Daryl Trindle, considered a Chrissy Sando as well. But I think this guy would be the best pick. Uh, for a moment, I almost went to say Luke Keery. He obviously hasn't retired, though. So I think I'd bring back Tugger, Craig Coleman, champion of the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I think he was a skipper for the 1989 season. Let's move to the Cronulla Sharks. Oh, I'm noticing a trend here with a couple of these teams. Seems to be the halfback jersey that's key in the Sharks team. This has been my issue the whole time. 
Braden Trindle, I think he's solid without being great. I think you can upgrade here. If I had to pick a Sharks halfback, I think I'm going for Noddy. Brett Kamali, I would bring him back. I think his performances at the Cronulla Sharks were very underrated for a long time. He ran this side very well. They were always, you know, there and thereabouts. Noddy, great player, criminally underrated. I think people underappreciate the sort of footballer he he was based off one pass that he threw in a state of origin. He's also a premiership winner. He's a Clive Churchill medalist. He also held Joey out of the Kangaroos team. So, Brett Kamali, he can definitely play. You put him back into the Cronulla Sharks side right now with the rest of their squad partnering in with Nico Hines. I've got to tell you, Cronulla, they're, they're pretty much a top four side for me if, if you put Noddy in there. So, he's who I'd bring back there. Let's go to the Sharkies rivals, the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Now, Dragons are a really interesting side because they've got a lot of young guys coming into this team. So there's a heap of guys I could pick that would give great experience to a lot of guys. So, for example, I look at Tyrell Sloan. I think a Darius Boyd would be sensational for him. I look at uh, an Amone, and I think, you know what, Trent Barrett, Jamie Soud would be great for him as well. Uh, I look in the forward pack, and I think you could probably add a really quality front rower. Luke Bailey is one that comes to mind for me, a really true leader. They've lost Paul Vaughan. They've got Jack DeBell in there, but getting a Luke Bailey would be sensational. I think out in the centers as well, you could add Mark Gaznia. You could add Matty Cooper, Paul McGregor, any of these guys. I think it would be a big addition. I think the guy I would go with, though, is Soward. I think he would be sensational. His kicking game, I would even consider playing Soward at seven, moving Ben Hunt to six then. I think it would give the Dragons a really good hope of contending this year. And I think it would be a great opportunity for a Monet, Bud Sullivan, to learn off of Jamie Soward. But it's a really hard squad to pick someone to come back because you don't want to stunt the growth of someone else. As I said, a Gaznia, a Cooper, a Paul McGregor to partner... Even a Rod Wishart to partner Zach Lomax in the centres, I think that would be unreal too. Let's move to the Parramatta Eels rival of the St. George Illawarra Dragons. I've got a couple of rivals, though, let's be honest here. But the Eels, I look at them, and this is a team that I don't think there's any gaping holes in this side. I don't think they're really missing anyone in particular. So I would have to add someone that can give some experience somewhere else. And I think it would have to be Sterlow or Kenny. I'd bring one of them into the halves. Uh, I think that Dylan Brown and Mitch Moses could benefit greatly from this. And these are two guys that you know on the big stage, they are proven. They will deliver when it matters. So Kenny or Sterlow, I think I'd have to bring one of them. Gun to my head, probably think Sterlow's more important, but I think Kenny was probably the more gifted player. So I'd probably just go with Sterlow slightly, a real proven winner, a champion of our game. Let's move to the Canterbury Bulldogs, a proper arch rival of the Parramatta Eels. Once again, the issue I see here is the halfback jersey in Canterbury. There's not many good sevens in rugby league. We've been saying this for a couple of years. You can really see it this year when you look over the squads in the preseason. For me, two guys come to mind. If I'm talking, or actually three guys come to mind if I'm talking Canterbury halves. Uh, one would have to be Turvey, Steve Mortimer, Terry Lamb, and of course, Brent Sherwin. Now, didn't really get to see a heap of Turvey's career. Seen a lot of highlights and everything. Incredibly impressive. Terry Lamb, more of a 5'8 than a halfback, obviously. And I think that Lamb partnered with um, a Matt Burton. I'm not sure how successful that would be. Shifty, really underrated halfback. Real strategy sort of seven. Really good kicking game. I argue he's got the best short kicking game we've ever seen in rugby league history. So I think I'd go Brent Sherwin, but I'd love to hear uh, someone a little bit older than me with a bit more of experience of watching Turvey Mortar put up an argument for him because I think it'd be really fair. But for me, I'd probably bring back Brent Sherwin. I think you put a good seven into this side, a really solid, consistent seven who'll get him to the right areas with a solid kicking game. I think it could be anything for this Canterbury side. Uh, let's have a look at the West Tigers. West Tigers, okay. I like the changes they've made to their squads this year. Obviously, the Hards is always a question mark over them. I think between 
between Luke Brooks and Jackson Hastings, they can get the seven jersey right. So a guy like Scott Prince who comes to mind at first, I'm not sure about. Benji would be great. Obviously, you, you take Benji whenever you can every day of the week. But there's a couple of other guys that, off the top of my head, would be really good. I still think the hooker position uh, is a real – it's got a big question mark over it. They've obviously signed uh, Josh Hodgson heading into next – no, sorry, not Josh Hodgson. They've signed Appy Curacao heading into next season. So that'll be good. But for this year, you've got to start to consider Robbie Farrar or – the guy I'd probably bring back, Benny Elias. I think he'd be sensational. Uh, the other forward I consider is Gareth Ellis. Now, do they are they desperate for a back rower? They're probably not, but he's just got that. He's just a winner, Gareth Ellis, and that's why I'd bring him back to this side. I think he'd be sensational. Benji, Gareth Ellis, Benny Elias, one of those guys I think I'd bring back. I'm not sure which one I'd probably edge towards. I want the leadership of Gareth Ellis. I want that, just that killer instincts that he brings but I think hooker is the position where it's got the biggest gap between the current player and, and who he could get. So probably Benny Elias, you know, a proven winner as well. Didn't win a premiership, but was great for so long. Let's move to the Manly Seagulls. And I look at this Manly side. Obviously, the key positions are pretty stacked outside of hooker. So Jeff Toovey, he comes to mind straight away. you got Matty Ballon, guys like Michael Monaghan. They'd all be great little signings. I think they'd be really good. Beaver is always a great guy to bring back. And I have a look at their centers. Brad Parker, Morgan Harper. I think you could really get a big upgrade there to a Jamie Lyon. So probably Jamie Lyon or Tuvi. Jamie Lyon at center, Tuvi at nine. I'd take one of those two. But in saying that, Lachlan Croker's done a really good job. And the way that they play, you don't really need a running nine. You just need an off-the-deck kind of guy. So I'm sort of starting to consider, do I go with Jamie Lyon in the centers? Is he's the guy that I go with? I would probably lean towards... Uh, killer, to be honest with you. Jamie Lyon at centre. Let's move to the Newcastle Knights. Easy one. Andrew Johns. Uh, don't overthink it. Don't even consider anyone else realistically. It has to be Joey. They need a seven. He is the guy that I would bring back in a heartbeat. There's no doubt about it. If you told me Joey was only going to play 60% of his best possible footy, I still take Joey without a doubt. He's a guy that I want there. I don't think anyone could possibly throw up any other suggestions that make sense there. Andrew Johns, he's a guy that I would bring back for Newcastle. Let's move to the New Zealand Warriors. Tough one. I really like the Warriors squad at the moment. You don't need a seven. You probably don't need a six. You've got a couple of options there that I think will be good. You definitely don't need a fullback in Reese Walsh. I think the front row is good. Matt Lodge, AFB, Hooker and Wade Egan. It could definitely be improved. But, you know, I'm just thinking off the top of my head of, you know, the best nines we've had at the Warriors. And no one's really diving out at me to be honest with you maybe I consider playing a Stacey Jones there or something I don't know but Awatiti's a guy I've always had a lot of respect for a champion player he left the Warriors way too early without even thinking about the Warriors back row I would consider bringing him back because I think he he would add something that a lot, lot of guys don't have Ali Awatiti Clinton Torpy was a brilliant center for a long time absolutely loved the way that he went about his footy it's a pretty young sort of group of outside backs especially in the centers there he's one I'd have to consider especially with you and Aitken moving into the centers. But I'll tell you what, I already said that I really like their front row. Adam Fanua Blake, Matt Lodge, love these two guys. Ruben Wiki. Ruben Wiki would be tough to leave out, only because I think the Warriors are well-built everywhere else to be successful. If you all of a sudden chuck a Ruben Wiki in and you've got that movement of Lodge, AFB, and Ruben Wiki, I think that becomes automatically the best front row rotation in rugby league, and I think that would make them... Absolutely lethal. So Ruben Wiki is probably that bit of experience as well I put into this side, a real leader in the front row. So Ruben Wiki is probably the guy I take just because I love that front row partnership and I love the rest of the Warriors squad, to be honest with you. 
Let's move to the Melbourne Storm. Really tough one. Um, you know, obviously you could you know, you could up, upgrade Ryan Pappenhausen to Billy Slater. That'd be a good win. You could upgrade Jerome Hughes to Cooper Cronk. That'd be a great win. You could upgrade Harry Grant to Cameron Smith. All would be really good wins. They'd be massive. You know, if you probably add any of those three to the team last year, with all due respect to those guys, they potentially win a premiership, potentially win that game against Penrith. But that's all hypothetical. So I, I sort of took a bit of a different angle. You can obviously take any of the uh, any of the big three. That would be sensational. Took a different angle. I looked at the Melbourne Storm team, and I thought, okay, where is the hole? And there's probably a hole in the outside backs with Josh Adokar leaving. Obviously, Xavier Coates comes back. Branko Lee's left. Probably on that right edge, you're probably looking at playing Remus Smith in the center or on the wing. Who else is going to fill in on that side? And a couple of guys came to mind. Stephen Bell was one champion player for a long time. You could obviously bring back Greg Inglis, Marcus By, Matt King. I mean, if you're going to bring back someone, it has to be GI, I guess. But it is on the right side, not the left side that he's used to. So you'd have to move him to the other side. Matt King would be a sensational one too. But as I said, I don't think you can turn down Greg Inglis. You put him at right center with Remus Smith outside him. Days over. It's Red Rover. So, Melbourne Storm, if I just take out the big three because they're too obvious, you probably bring, bring back Greg Inglis. But then I would probably bring back Matt King or Marcus By to play out on the right edge. Two very, very talented footballers there. Our last side? last Yeah, the last side. Okay, the Canberra Raiders. Very interesting team. For me, I look at the Canberra Raiders. They've gone backwards over the last year or so. For me, it was probably because John Bateman left. For me, I look at that side. He was the alpha in that team. He really set the standard in this footy side. So I need someone that is going to do that once again. I, I'm actually not overly fussed what position they are. There's a heap of guys to choose from there. Laurie Daly was a brilliant leader. Mal Meninga's an immortal. For me, they've just signed Jamal Fogarty. I think Ricky Stewart would be a massive upgrade, and he would be so perfect for Jack Wyden. I would argue that Ricky is one of the best kickers we've ever seen. I would argue he's also got one of the best passing games we've ever seen. The way that he was able to move the ball 30 metres in a second or two was incredible. I think it would just be so suited for Jack Wyden. But when you're talking attitude, you're talking leadership, you're talking an alpha male, Glenn Lazarus, very, very hard to leave out. I think he would be sensational. I considered him for the Broncos about 15 minutes ago, but I like their front row at the moment. Throw Glenn Lazarus into this Raiders side, and you know, for all you know, that might be the guy that they need to walk back into this team to take them back to their 2019 form, just to rebuild that attitude, reboot, and go again. Lazarus or Ricky Stewart, I would probably take one of those too. Mal, he's the immortal, obviously. A really easy pick there, you could say. But I like the young centers they've got there. Mal would be great for building experience with them too. I think Ricky, though, the kicking game, the passing game, for what the Canberra Raiders need, they haven't had stability there at seven for a long time. Obviously, he's the coach, so that'll be a tough one. Maybe captain coach kick there for Sticky Stewart. But I think I would end up going with Ricky. Glenn Lazarus, Mal Meninga, very, very hard to leave out, though.